This is Seattle's Morning News. This is Dave Ross. I am guessing that we are going to be hearing about the Hunter Biden case for a while. And, of course, the question is going to be, did he get off too easy? In fact, the headline in Politico was, did Hunter Biden get off easy? We asked the experts. Well, we have our own expert. He is former State Attorney General Rob McKenna. Our conversation is sponsored by Majorna Financial Services. And, Rob, that the uh, the president's son was able to essentially plea bargain his way out of prison. Is that an outlier or is this case handled the way it would be if it were not the president's son? Well, I've, I've done a lot of reading about this and uh, all of the experts that I've been surveying are saying that no one goes to prison for not paying their taxes the first time. If you're a recidivist and you keep doing it, I think that could result in, in jail time. But, uh, you know, this is an an instance where he was he's agreed to plead guilty to not paying a, a part of his 2017 and 2018 income taxes on time. He has paid them, by the way. Uh, it would be highly unusual from everything I've read for someone to actually be incarcerated on those kinds of charges. So the IRS does not send uh, uh, agents with guns to drag him off to Rikers Island. <laughs> well, here's one way you can tell that uh, this is not an outlier. Uh, look at who the U.S. attorney in Delaware is who has been investigating and is still investigating Hunter Biden, uh, but has uh, in the meantime reached this plea deal with him. It's, it, he's, a, he's a career prosecutor who was appointed by President Trump and who was kept on by President Biden. So think about this, Ron. Biden is from Delaware. Yeah. He becomes president. He doesn't replace the U.S. attorney who's been investigating his son. And Merrick Garland, the U.S. attorney general, uh, said uh, explicitly to the uh, the Delaware prosecutor, uh, you, you have ultimate authority here to decide where, when, and whether to file charges. So it's been hands off by Maine Justice as the D.C. Justice Department is called, and it's been left to this uh, Trump-appointed U.S. attorney in Delaware, and he decided to uh, negotiate these two misdemeanor tax charges and also uh, this uh, deferred deal that means he can avoid prosecution on the on the gun charge, which we can also talk about. But uh, well, yeah, on the gun, uh, let's yeah. talk about that. On the gun charge, I saw a, a piece written by the founder of the Second Amendment Foundation, headquartered in uh, in Bellevue saying uh, this is clearly a, a sweetheart deal. Anybody else who had owned a gun for 11 days and been under the influence of drugs would have been uh, carted off to prison. No, I'm not seeing any actual evidence of that. I mean, there are no, no one is citing any examples of someone who possessed a gun illegally for 11 days. And, and to be clear about it, he, he purchased a gun. He lied about not being a, a drug user when he uh, you know filled out the form. Uh, and, uh, uh, the gun it was taken away from him by his his uh, uh, his girlfriend and thrown away. Uh, I can't find any examples of someone being you know jailed uh, or prosecuted and jailed for such a situation. Now, if you were a convicted felon, you you illegally possessed the firearm because you've been convicted for you know a violent crime previously, you might do some jail time for that. Mm-hmm. But here the issue was he didn't, you know, he, he lied about his drug use and uh, should not have been allowed to buy the gun. He is uh, not getting off scot free, of course, because uh, he'll have to 
remain drug free for 24 months, which I assume will involve drug testing, and he's never allowed to own a firearm again. Uh, people like uh, Alan Gottlieb at the Second Amendment Foundation, uh, you know, are, are you know among those who think that people shouldn't have their guns taken away from them forever in, in, many, in many instances, right? They think that that yeah. power is overused. But here, Biden is voluntarily giving up for life his right to keep and bear arms. But they think he should go to prison. I mean, personally, I think any impaired person caught with a firearm should be carted off to prison right away. I'm so fed up with the whole thing. And I was really surprised that the head of the Second Amendment Foundation seemed to agree with me, at least in this case. Well, maybe the fact that he had the gun for 11 days is no evidence he ever actually used it or got it out of the drawer. Mm-hmm. And so no actual harm resulted is one is one factor here as well. Yeah. OK, so there might still be more to find out about Hunter Biden. But in terms of the charges that have been filed in this current case, this is uh, pretty much the way anybody would be treated. So I guess the next question is, yeah. um, just to get at whether the president himself is on the take somehow, did you did you detect when you, in your acquaintance with Bo that, I don't know, he, he's got a yacht or that uh, his dad has a, <laughs> has, a private, no. has a private beachfront mansion someplace that we don't know about? I did not. Uh, you know, Bo Biden uh, actually took a year off from being AG, took a leave of absence to go serve in Iraq. He joined the, I think it was the National Guard, it might have been the Army Reserve, but he joined, you know, without consulting his father. Didn't need to. He was obviously a grown man, but he he went off and did it because he thought it was the right thing to do. And he went and served in a civil affairs unit uh, in Iraq uh, and uh, served honorably. And, you know, he he was a public servant. Um, I only met uh, Joe Biden once when he was vice president, had a group of SAGs over to his official residence at the Naval Observatory. And, you know, I didn't think he'd ever become president. I mean, he was he seemed pretty old then and uh very very nice guy i have to say very nice very chatty and didn't seem to have a lot to do as vice president that kind of comes with that job but uh you know i mean i think i think that the business dealings should be investigated but they and they are being investigated i mean the republicans in congress aren't going to let this go uh and uh you know it's the it's the latest chapter of tit for tat uh you know it's like Hatfields and McCoys, right? I mean, think about the way that uh, the Clinton machine came after, uh, well, certainly came after Trump and tried to paint him as being a complete flunky of the Russians and that they were like basically got yeah. him elected president without evidence. And the Steele dossier is, is just astonishing. So there, there is there's something to look at here, uh, and, uh, and it will be. But again, as, as a prosecutor, this Trump-appointed U.S. attorney had to evaluate you know the facts in front of him and the and the and the the uh, criminal violations of, of Hunter Biden in terms of not paying uh, a portion of his 2017 and 2018 taxes, and they, they did. So this should inform everyone's dinner table discussion about whether uh, Hunter Biden is getting special treatment or not, because it comes from the former State Attorney General himself, who met his brother and even his dad. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you need to know, really? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's it's sad though. I mean, Bo is such a great guy, and it, it, his his brother is so troubled. And any parents out there that have a kid is really messed up. Can yeah. at least at some level probably empathize a little bit with the president and the first lady. But they had one great kid. It's just uh, Lord took him away way too soon. Former State Attorney General Rob McKenna. Rob, thank you. Thanks, Dave.